1: Do you feel like the pandemic has been especially hard on your kids? Anyone who spent time with kids knows the past 18 months has been really rough. Uh, now, one of the largest studies on children's mental health during the pandemic to date shows just how significant that toll has been. Uh, here's what they found. Uh, one in four youth worldwide are grappling with clinical elevated symptoms of depression, and one in five have increased signs of anxiety it's affected older teens and girls the most. Now, how can you help? Uh, One of the big things is validate their feelings that the pandemic has been hard, and then ask open-ended questions that'll help them vocalize their feelings and what they're dealing with. Hmm. But um, man, I didn't realize it was that. I knew it had been hard, but I thought maybe now that kids are going back and things are opening up a little bit that maybe kids were doing better but um, that might be adding to it yeah
2: (laughs) you know what i mean after after doing hybrid learning or at home learning for Mm -hmm. a year then all of a sudden boom
1: headed back okay now you're back with everybody exactly That, that
2: could be causing it too
1: have you ever tried to surprise someone you love and it totally backfired on you coming up check out what happened to this mom have you ever tried to surprise someone you love and it totally completely backfired A mom in Oklahoma was trying to surprise her daughter for her sixth birthday, and usually she does a huge fancy cake, but that didn't work out, so at the last minute, she had a friend dress up as Mrs. Bigfoot. She came with balloons and a bow in her hair and a tutu on, so I'm like, oh, this will be cute and fun. Well, my kids didn't really have that reaction. They all started screaming. They were petrified. Mrs. Bigfoot was pretty horrific looking.
2: And uh even with the bow and the tutu. Yes.
1: And by the end of the party. Probably made it worse. Yeah. They were like, "Ah!" and they have it all on video, but I wanted to have any screaming in your ear on the show. But by the end of the party, they had warmed up to Mrs. Bigfoot, and they were smiling and took
2: pictures with her. There was, we saw in uh, America's Funniest Videos, I think, one time, mm-hmm. there was a video of um, a granddad pranked his grandkids. They were out on the farm on a four-wheeler, and they're riding along the dirt road next to these cornfields, and all of a sudden, out of the field runs Bigfoot <gasps> right towards them, right? And then, <gasps> and then runs into the corn, and the kids are screaming like... <laughs> Like, they're terrified. And it was it was their uncle. Oh, a, that's a, priceless.
1: <laughs> I wonder how long they let them believe they really had I seen think Bigfoot. the video
2: was probably about 20, 30 seconds, something like that. Oh, and then
1: the uncle revealed. Yeah. Okay. He, yeah. He took
2: the Bigfoot head off, which might have even been more terrifying. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Last night, I'm out with my sister. I ask her after we have dinner, hey, you got any gum? I did not know asking her for something out of her purse would be such a big question. (laughs) I can't wait to tell you what happened next. So last night I went out with my sister and after we had dinner, um, I just asked her a very innocent question. I said, hey, do you have any gum? And I was driving and I never dreamed all the things she would pull out of her purse before she finally found the gum. Is her
2: purse like uh, one of our coworkers calls her purse, purse Pursezilla?
1: Persila, it's. Well, she calls hers Bagzilla. Bagzilla,
2: Bagzilla, yeah, like black uh, pretty hole much. And it is Things huge. go in there and disappear.
1: She had. She goes. Oh wow! Look, I didn't know these were still in here. These are my cough drops from when I had a cold three months ago. <laughs> she had um, little f- swatches of fabric because she has an, her own Etsy shop, shop and she makes these wristlet <laughs> keychains. And I'm like, why do you have to carry the fabric around? She's like, well, because. For example, this is a pink swatch of fabric. When I go buy more fabric, there's 30 shades of pink. Oh, she wants i got to match, make sure right? it matches yeah, the, mm-hmm. the inventory I already have. There you go.
2: She's pulling and, all this stuff out. Hall pass from high school. Oh, <laughs> It was hilarious.
1: I was laughing so hard. I'm like, I am so outing you on the show tomorrow. And I want to find out from women who listen to the Kevin and Taylor show, What is the weirdest thing in your purse right now? What's in your purse? (laughs) I am just amazed at how many crazy things women carry around in their ginormous purses. Amanda, what's in yours? All right. I've got deodorant. (laughs) Just in case you forget to put it on one morning. Who knows why I have it in there. <laughs> you don't even know.
3: <laughs> yes. I
4: have two boys. So normally there's rocks and things they find on the ground, too. So
2: you never know yeah, what you're going to find in my they birth. don't want
1: to throw away. it's <laughs> awesome. Yes.
2: Yeah, thinking back to when our, our kids were little, Tracy could have had Power Rangers, little princess dolls, whatever. But But now that it's just me and her usually going out she'll she'll wind up she's like the, the default and i bet glenn does this to you like we're walking to into an event or something and i'll go hey can you put my glasses in your purse oh hey, always put, I, I wanted to bring my wallet and gum and keys can i dump those in your purse and she's like this thing is getting so heavy and it's all my stuff they need to
1: create european carryalls for men, for men? <laughs> you guys have more stuff than we do these days
2: phone wallet keys uh Gum, gum or mint, or hand sanitizer my husband hand always sanitizer. has to have a hand, hand sanitizer i take a mask with me because i comply if somebody's like please wear a mask in our place i don't mind so i always have an extra mask on me like yeah i've got a lot of stuff we need to get
1: you a fanny pack those are back in
3: <laughs>
2: yeah
1: then you, your poor wife pack. doesn't have you to can, carry all your junk
2: i could rock a fanny pack
1: hey this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day Yay! Any miracle babies in your family? You are going to love this story. The smallest baby in the world just left the hospital. Aw. This tiny miracle was born in Singapore at only seven and a half ounces. No kidding. About the weight of an apple or softball. After a year... She finally weighs 13.9 pounds. Mm. She's an active, cheerful baby girl despite her ordeal. And she gave so many healthcare workers this ray of hope and sunshine during the stress of the pandemic.
2: No kidding. She's
1: lived at this hospital her entire life. She's been there a whole year.
2: I wonder how many of the, the staff are like, does she have to go? do go. <laughs> Come back. Yeah. What a great story. is awesome? What a I miracle. Wonder, you know, have you ever seen the whole... Uh, like a hand, they'll hold a hand, they'll have the child next to a hand. Mm-hmm. To I wonder how small Ugh. that child was.
1: Yeah, so tiny. Just wow. the weight of an apple. I mean, you think about how light an apple is in your mm-hmm. hand. Wow. There's somebody I know that uh, it's her kid's first day of school. And she, in one of her texts to me, she actually used the phrase, freaking out Oh no! and those are just Uh, some of the emotions going on right kids or everybody her her, (laughs) Mm. the mom i'll tell you what's going on in just a minute so
2: a friend of yours having a little little anxiety with back to school
1: i got a text from my niece ariel she's a foster mom to three kids Mm -hmm. she's got two little girls and a little boy who's too young for school that still hangs out with my sister suzanne during the day uh, but the one little girl, she, um, we didn't know what was wrong with her, and we thought, is she learning disabled? What's going on? And turns out she's hearing impaired, mm-hmm. so she's got a little hearing aid, and she's been going to school a little bit to her special school. Okay. Um, but her other daughter had not been to school since everything shut down with the pandemic, and so the anxieties are high. And the thing that um, that really makes it tough on my niece as a foster mom is she works at a hospital. So she sees the illnesses that Mm. come in. Mm. And she'll text me every once in a while. She'll be like, Aunt Taylor, please be careful. The cases are really surging. Like, Mm -hmm. She worries about her family. And um, so where her girls live, there's no mask mandate. And so she's just really worried about her little girls getting sick, bringing it home, and then she and her husband and their baby get sick. Mm. And uh, her text said, I'm freaking out, but trying to release it all... And surrender. God's got them. So mm. that's those are the emotions going through my family today, <laughs> as these sweet little foster girls head back to school for the first time since the pandemic started. Yeah, it's a lot.
2: Wow, it's a lot on a mom's shoulders. Yeah, you add to it. I hope they make a friend. Yes.
1: Oh gosh. <laughs> hope yes. Hope they have a
2: great academic year and they don't get COVID. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> add that to exactly. That's add the prayer
2: that to, the, to the list of everything. <laughs> it's a weird year, isn't it? So I mentioned the other day on the show, my wife and I are late to the party on this show, Stranger Things, which is weird for us to watch because I do not like scary movies. Anyhow, something happened on the show, that the episode that we watched last night, where all the kids that are the main characters did something and they really, really, really stood out from the rest of their middle school. Like, awkwardly so. And I want to see if anything similar has ever happened to you, Taylor. All right, we'll talk about it next. So uh, my wife and I were watching. We're we're hooked on this show, and we're so late to the party, Stranger Things. And my kids tease me because they're like, "That's not a scary show, Dad." I'm like, "It's scary enough for me." But anyhow, on the episode last night, it was Halloween, and the four kids that are the the main characters in the show they go to school dressed up. It's set in the 80s, and they go to school dressed up, Taylor, like the Ghostbusters. Okay?
1: Ah, who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters! Ghostbusters.
2: Right. right, right, right. So That's they fun. go. And it, it's that year in middle school where all the kids decide they're too cool to do that anymore. <gasps> they're the only four kids who no. are in costumes when they get
1: to school. That's so awkward. <laughs> right. oh.
2: and, and the one little boy wants to invite the new girl in school to go trick-or-treating with him. And he goes, so meet me at the end of the cul-de-sac, cul-de-sac 7 p.m. sharp. She goes, that's awfully presumptuous of you. He goes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> He says to his friend, "That's good, right?" i <laughs> didn't know what presumptuous meant, but anyhow,
1: oh how funny! Man, I can up so in relate costume, to those middle school years.
2: Can, did you ever do anything like that where you were the only one? You did something like that where you really stuck out, and you really didn't. It wasn't wanna. the
1: only one, but I had. I can tell you in a minute about something that happened to me where I it was beyond the age.
2: Oh, okay. Beyond right. the age of you, you what had, I should have been dressing up, aged, apparently. You had aged out. Got it. I had one of those. Uh, I was the only one experiences at school. My mom, I uh, was the new kid in school, eighth grade, had been in class like a month, and they had, parents could come in and observe the classroom day, and my mom was the only one who oh, came in. Awkward. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was like, why? No. And I wasn't embarrassed of my mom just the fact that she was the only mom there there was no blending in there was no nothing and the teacher was like why don't you tell everyone whose whose mom you are and it was like no can this get any worse so that was my i was that was my dress Yikes. like the ghostbusters and no one else dressed up moment uh. <laughs> talking about these kids this TV show we were watching, they were the um, they were middle school, and they're the only ones that dressed up in costumes Ugh. at Halloween because everyone else was they were quote too mature. Hearing this to dress story up. is
1: making my eye twitch because uh, when I was in sixth grade, mm-hmm. um, I have two little sisters, twins, that are five years younger than me. Mm-hmm. And so dad took all three of us in the car to the cool neighborhood to go <laughs> trick-or-treating. Ooh, where they
2: gave out full-size candy Yeah, because we, we lived in a little <laughs> tiny,
1: like, fenced-in area that only had three ho- houses. Okay. So there just wasn't enough candy there. Mm. So I dressed up as a cheerleader. I wore my cheerleading costume okay. uniform that I had for school. And... Um, we get there, and the first house, they were like, trick-or-treat, and my sister's like, oh, you're so cute, here's some candy, here's some candy. I'm not kidding you, the The homeowner looked at me and said, aren't you a little too old for this? Oh, oh, and man.
3: And I
1: was <laughs> devastated. I went and sat and just waited in the car the rest of the night. No. I didn't get any candy. Wow. She totally trick-or-treat shamed me and robbed me of my last year of trick-or-treating to be childlike and go out and have fun with my little sisters and my dad. Sixth grade is not aged out. I let her rob out. me, by the way. That I is, let her steal that joy from
2: me. That is I, not aging out.
1: Yeah, you, you, sixth you grade. Way, way, older than that. I was that 12 year, 11 or 12. That's it. And she's like, aren't you a little too old for this?
2: He <laughs> should have said, Aren't you a little too old to be shaming kids?
1: (laughs) I wish I had been strong enough to ignore her and go on and have a fun night. I'm sure my dad tried to convince me. (laughs) Hey, do you ever feel like your kids are escape artists, especially when they're little? I mean, you turn your back for one second and they're gone. They're like rocket boosters in their feet. Well, a mom named Morgan was attending a pro soccer game. Do you hear about this, Kev? Because you love soccer her 2-year-old sprinted onto the field in the middle of the match mortified mom ran after him in a full sprint and right before she reached him she uh she fell <laughs> she's okay she got up scooped him in his arms and carried him off the field everyone has loved watching this moment um one of my favorite comments is um this was by the way at FC Cincinnati versus Orlando SC match uh one of my favorite comments on social media was Toddlers have two speeds, Zoom and sleep. (laughs) It's funny. Coming up in just a minute, do you wish you could sleep better? This secret is super simple. Hey, do you wish you could get a better night's sleep? The secret is super simple. Just put your phone away. Hmm. Three in five people sleep better after taking a break from their digital devices. And when people tried limiting screen time at night, they slept better, felt more relaxed, Even felt more content. After all, 30% of us wish we would dedicate more time to reading. So, hey, this is a perfect opportunity. And the side benefit, you're going to sleep a lot better, too.
2: Oh, I have a great question for you. I saw this online yesterday. And it's about your social media usage. And if a certain person were to give you a grade, tell you who the person is. and think Think about how you behave on social media. And if this person was to give you a grade, what they would give you. We'll talk about it in a minute. Okay, so think about your social media usage from the amount of time you spend on social media, the tone uh, with others on social media, and then just your overall posts. And I'm going to give you a name of someone. If this person were to give you a grade, what grade would they give you for all of those? Okay, we're going to think about what I just said, and we'll, we'll decide on the grades next. Think about this. With social media, you're about to be graded on your social media behavior. Now think about how much time you spend on social media, the tone you have with others, particularly people who maybe don't see things the way you do politically or faith or child raising or whatever people you disagree with. How have you treated them? Um, Your overall your posts or even just what you choose to look at on social media. Okay. Keep all those things in mind. Now, if you were to get a grade, A, B, C, D. Or, or F. What would Jesus give you? I knew you were going to do this.
1: <laughs> I'm like, he's really going to go there. Yes. He is really yes. going to make us yes. feel this way. And don't
2: don't 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 go the whole well. You no, know, Jesus is full of grace, so he would never grade me. No, no, we're saying if he were, if he were giving you a grade, what would he give well, you?
1: Well, is laughter is the best medicine in the Bible? <laughs> because I try to make people laugh on all my pages, mm-hmm. so. I would get an A, really. If, yeah. laughed, if Jesus was cool with me trying to make people laugh.
2: Now knowing that He knows all things, including the motivations of your heart, mm-hmm. you've never, ever, ever replied back like with something snarky or finger wagging or less than genuine. I... Ever remember? This is Jesus <laughs> doing the grading.
1: No, I really try hard. I do not do. I try to not go negative on social media. It's yeah. like a, a, a philosophy in life for me. Yeah. I try really hard. I'm not saying I'm perfect, that's for sure cuz Jesus knows that. I am not. But I try not to do like politics or controversial subjects.
2: I think it give me I'm going to, to be honest he, he give me a C- C-minus. And it's not my fault. I'm going to plead Eve here. It's my <laughs> friend's fault. <laughs> I have some friends that are. You
1: can't resist commenting. I
2: have some friends that are really funny. <laughs> well, I said, like, stuff that you look at. I have some friends that are really funny, but Ooh. I'm just like, oh my gosh,
1: dude. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it's, I, I, said I thought you were all going negative. I'm not yeah, just yeah. talking
2: about what you're posting. I, didn't think I about said, that. What, what you see. Oh, okay. Your overall behavior on social media.
1: By the way, social media knows what you like to see. Mm-hmm. And they'll keep showing you more of it or less of it if you like it or don't like it. Yeah. So like people who go get on, you know, they go, oh, my newsfeed is so full of politics. <laughs> Mine's not like I don't see any.
2: Well, here's here. what grade would Jesus give this person? The person that posts endless, just angry political stuff, and then eventually goes, "I'm so sick of politics. I'm I'm deleting everyone who posts politics." Has that stuff. really happened? Oh my gosh, over and over again, just like <laughs> that's funny. Pot, pot as your l- husband likes to say, pot kettle black. Pot kettle black. <laughs> <laughs> so think about that. What grade would Jesus give you, Cheryl? So, so if Jesus were to grade you on your social media habits, what grade would He give you?
4: Oh boy, he was. Well, are we talking about? 10 being like, yay, Cheryl's on social media a lot. <laughs> <I
3: can't remember>. <laughs> <Hercules>. <laughs> Here,
2: here's what we were saying. It's like time yes. spent, your tone with others, uh, other, other people that you follow or sites that you look at, and then just your overall posts.
4: Gotcha, gotcha. He would give me a 10 for a good job, Cheryl. You don't follow anybody ugly. You don't say anything ugly. You're a good
2: <laughs> Wow, you and Taylor are killing it. I was honest and gave myself a C-. <laughs> now,
4: you know, before I was as mature as I am now, um, <laughs> I did have some posts that, you know, were political, you know, and stuff. And I'm like, oh, boy, I learned. Ah, that
3: makes you. you can't do that. Right. Hey,
4: I've got my daughter in the car, Sam, going to college. Hey, Sam. Oh, hey,
2: hey, Sam. Sam. Hey, hey,
1: guys.
2: How are you feeling about heading
1: off to school? I'm so excited. Oh, yay.
2: Thanks for hanging out with us. We really appreciate you guys listening.
1: Oh, thank you. We love to listen to you guys. If you're feeling some anxiety about keeping your kids healthy as they head back to school, good news. There are some things you can do to help build their immune systems. Number one, feed your kids a rainbow. Colorful, real food is so healthy. Skittles! (laughs) no think uh, it's a rainbow (laughs) flavor
3: whoops (laughs)
1: spoken like a true sixth grader right there uh think orange sweet potatoes and citrus purple cabbage bright leafy greens number two to build your child's immune system build in fiber and probiotics like yogurt help your kids get to bed on time sleep is vital for your immune system build in time for exercise and last but not least Help your kids manage stress. Stress will break down your body and make you more susceptible to getting sick.
2: So the other day, Griffin, our producer, was talking about this dilemma he has with his kids. Apparently, it's Lego mania at his house. And they're making all these Lego projects, but then they don't want to tear them apart. Yeah, they're taking over the house. Like uh, uh, Thatch made an elaborate dinosaur the other day and stuff. And yeah, Legos are taking over the house. A surprising idea on a resolution to all this from my son, Kyle. It was 29, ah, cool. and it was practical and pretty emotional, too. We'll talk about it next. Griffin's in the studio with us now, our producer. Remember the other day you were talking about the Lego explosion at your house? Oh, yeah. And how yeah. the kids are building all these Lego projects. You don't know what to do with them. Yeah. My genius suggestion was, well, when they're off at school, just disassemble them and tell them they had to go back to Lego Island. <laughs> yes, yeah. that
1: was not good. And then a preschool teacher called and she said, take a picture of the creations Yes, yeah. and then break them back down. Yeah. Well,
2: I shared that I, my Lego Island idea, the dinner table the other night, mm-hmm. and my son who's 29 now, he was like appalled. Dad, his is that what happened to all my Legos? <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> the truth <no>. comes out. <laughs> I said, Come on, man up. You're old enough to hear the truth now. <laughs> no, I didn't. I said, no, but it did seem like a, a good idea. And he's like, I've got the perfect solution for him." Okay. And he got pretty emotional. He goes, Because, you know, when they're my age, they're going to want those things. They're going to, he goes, they'll go through the teenage years Well, will be like, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. But they'll get to be my age and and they'll want them. And he said, they're, They sell, uh, It's specific glue for Legos. Did you know this? I did not, no. And you can, like, your finished project, you paint the glue on it, and it keeps it preserved. Like, it becomes, I guess, a Lego statue or something. Yeah, Yeah. I knew
1: people did that with puzzles, but I didn't know about Legos. Yeah,
2: it's probably probably the same stuff. They just Mm -hmm. call it Lego glue instead. Huh. So he said, do that. He said, and then when they're my age, they'll they'll be glad that you did it for them. Yeah. I said, so what you're saying is Griff needs to keep this junk in his attic for... twenty five years when it's Did kid comes Kyle around. say
1: what he would do with it if he had those statues? Well,
2: he didn't say that, but I said, Oh, so what you're telling me then is all of your karate trophies from when you're eight, you want those back now? He said, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I said, so we can get rid of them? He said, no. <laughs> what I love about it, though, is that if you put the glue on it, it'll keep it together, I assume. Mm-hmm. So the pieces right. won't break off. Because right, that's, that's another whole, thing. I have to keep fixing it for the kid Yeah, that's Thatcher. the whole idea. So uh, it makes it like a Lego statue. Just a toy, yeah. That'll be there for yeah. you know, uh. for, for forever. Might but I get this. the whole
1: point of Legos was creativity. and
2: You build like, it once and you're done. There you go. <laughs> It's supposed to be
1: able to build all kinds of things nah. with it. Well, I'm, Kyle had these. Oh,
2: what was it called? Ah, uh, it wasn't an Erector set. It was close to that. It was plastic pieces. Connects. Connects. Yeah. He made a like four foot tall uh, Ferris wheel. Yes. Yeah. That yeah, yeah. went around, and 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 when we took that thing apart, uh, <laughs> he was a wreck. Yeah. He. I mean, like he would probably liked us to have covered that in Lego glue.
1: You know who's going to thank you? that you took that apart when he finally gets married in the hands of the first home. <laughs> right. Thank you. My father-in-law for not making me have that in my first apartment.
2: So picture this scene. You're sitting at home and your better half comes in the front door. They boom. Come in the door and they go, I know I should have checked first, but I just spent a lot of money. Uh Oh, what is it that your better half probably spent a lot of money on? without checking with you first. What would it have been? We'd love to hear from you. Hey Debbie, we're we're answering this question today. Your better half bursts in the front door and says, "I know I should have checked first. I spent a lot of money." What did he spend the money on? An Apple laptop. An Apple laptop, so he's a techie guy. What, what would it be for Glenn? What would he uh, have spent? Probably
1: on like new tires for his mountain bike. But uh. then he would say, "But I I got you do tires too."
2: <laughs> he grafts you in with it. Yes. Hey Kelly, if your better half Barged in the front door and said, I knew I should have checked first. I spent a ton of money. What would he have spent it on?
4: Well, it actually would have been me that spent the money. He doesn't <laughs> ever spend a lot of money.
2: And what would it have been on?
4: Uh, chances are it would be some kind of
1: animal from an animal shelter. Oh, how could you be mad maybe maybe about that?
3: Three?
2: See, that's money well spent for me and my wife. And this is this is totally honest for me. It would have been one of my hobbies. It would have been either something for cycling you know, as I ride my bike every day or... New fancy guitar. I really haven't fired up about playing guitar again. So a new be car. something for my guitar or... <laughs> I did do that once. You
1: have a lot of expensive hobbies. I did buy a car
2: without telling her once. But it was for her. <gasps> so that's okay. So that's okay. It was a surprise for her.
1: What about her? Besides, um, you said nesting honestly, is her theme Honestly, typical,
2: typical mom. She would spend it and she just did it yesterday on one of our kids. Uh, one of our kids who has given us the I'm an adult now and I pay my own way speech multiple times. Uh, is broke. And her dog chewed up her shoes for work and Ooh. she needs needed heels for work and didn't have any money, so bank of mom and dad <laughs> Venmoed her money. Aww,
3: that
1: <laughs> but was you very know, nice. she's
2: an adult on her own, make her
1: right. <laughs> Okay, don't get him started.
2: But <laughs> <laughs> well, I keep it with a good I think I keep it with a good sense of humor. My my kids would beg to differ. <laughs> Yes, so she would. Tracy more than likely would have spent on the kids or something for me. Like, rarely does she splurge on herself, which is why I have to splurge on her.
0: Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head
2: of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the
0: government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.